two weeks ago in this group, we had just this really rich conversation around exploring the idea of letting go. And it inspired me to invite the Wednesday morning people uh, to do the same. And so last week, again, really rich conversation. And the fact that there was just so much there for both groups really kind of showed me this is an area that we have a longing to understand more deeply how to do it with wisdom and care, how to just do it, <laughs> how to let go. So uh, I, I thought about both conversations and felt like there were three basic questions that came up in both conversations. Um, one was, how much do I let go? What about if... Um, you know, kind of the gist of that question, uh, what I heard was a very honest reckoning with, well, what if I don't want to let go um, where that is? The second, when, when is it appropriate to let go? When do, when do, do I need to let, let loose of something? And the third, really strong, was this longing to let go, but sometimes not real clear on how to do it. So I have some thoughts around all of these, and I think I'm just going to share around the first one tonight um, to give room for us to share together again uh, what comes up for you around it. So that first question, how much do I let go? The reality is sometimes we don't want to let go. (laughs) There are lots of spiritual teachings across the board on letting go of things. Well, maybe we don't want to let go of things. Um, We might be finding a certain kind of comfort in our things. Uh, so when, when is it that I need to look at how I release, literally release some of my stuff, the stuff around me? And when is it okay, appropriate to have the stuff? When is it useful to have the stuff? You know, where's, where's that piece in there? Uh, the first part of that really is kind of noticing that, um, Maybe even some of the stuff we have this feeling we should let go of. We're going to talk about that in a minute. We don't want to let go of it. What about when it is an argument? Um, I appreciate um, Cooper naming a difficult conversation. One of my daughters once wisely said she and I had had just engaged in a difficult conversation and we were kind of like untangling each of our roles in the, in the conversation afterwards in a way that was really, really useful. But I'll never forget her saying very wisely, oh, but mom, why would anyone want to back down in an argument? when being righteously right feels so darn good. 
<laughs> you know, why would I even want to let go? And then they're like the, all of the ways what we're looking at are these kind of internal images and identities that we're holding on to in some way or another. Sometimes we might be real conscious of the identity change, retirement. Uh, if For some people, retirement is such a relief because the identity in the job was a mismatch or didn't feel good in some way. But if part of the identity in the job has some kudos that are, are um, being held on to in a way, retirement can be really hard um, to step out of, of the identity that um, has, has some meaning to us. I got a, a very early taste of this far earlier than retirement age when I walked away from medicine about 20 years ago uh, and didn't even know until I tried to walk away from medicine how wrapped up I was in the identity of being a physician. Had no clue, thought, thought I was quote unquote above that kind of stuff. Well, nothing like trying to walk away from being a physician to like show you, oh, you know, just normal human here too. Uh, so, so they're the kind of in-your-face identity issues that come up in like a job change or something like that. Um, but I also want to name the more subtle behind the scenes, the shadowy image identity issues we all carry but we might be far less conscious to. Uh, an example, I remember um, a, a good number of years ago, uh, somebody that I was close to uh, accused me of doing all sorts of things that I hadn't done. And I didn't have any question. I mean, I just literally hadn't done these things. So you would think that from my perspective, where it was so clear that, oh my gosh, this is kind of it's a little bit crazy thinking here, uh, that I could just go into a place of compassion for crazy thinking and, and just like, like not my stuff and walk away. No, wouldn't that have been nice? And it just it it just bugged the bejeebers out of me because I really didn't have a hard time coming up with compassion for this person. If they thought I was doing that kind of stuff, I mean, who in the world did they trust? Um, so I really mo a movement towards immediately towards compassion for for that kind of thinking. That was easy. And being told that I had done those things, boy, that hurt. Um, so compassion was available for me too. You know, I just, it was like, wow. So compassion was there. So why couldn't I let go? You know, what, what in the world was the deal? So I would work with it. I would think I got it all understood, set it down. Then six months later, something would trigger it and I'd be like right back in the whole thing. Um, so it finally dawned on me that I was holding on to something that, that 
I needed to understand and know, and I, and I wasn't even clear on what it was. Um, so I had to like, look, what was it? <laughs> a little embarrassing once I can, uh, to name it out loud, but you know, this is us humans. This is, you know, all of us. I finally got what I was holding on to was me having an image of other people thinking I was not the kind of person who would do that stuff. So what I was holding on to was, oh, she's just got to believe that I'm not the kind of person who would do this kind of stuff. And, you know, I don't have any control over what someone else thinks. But if my image is that I need to have control over what someone else thinks and they have to think of me as a quote unquote good person, boy, then it's really hard to let go of something like that when it happens. And as soon as I could see it, it was just this, and this is the joy, this is the freedom of letting go. As soon as I could see what the, the fester was, it was just so easy. There was nothing I had to do. It just like, like, just all rearranged and vanished in my mind. It was almost as if like I had a splinter in my foot that was small. Um, and lots of times, you know, the skin was tough around it. And so I didn't feel it all the time, but every now and then it would aggravate and kind of um, um, explode back out. But I always knew there was still a splinter in my foot. Once I got what I was holding on to, it was like finally just plucking it right out and the place could heal. So that being able to acknowledge that there's some uncomfortable work that is a natural part of letting go is really important. And it starts right with that well, maybe I don't want to let go of it. You know, if I can just even name that, um, then I've like opened some insight into looking into what's not what I think should be here. Like I should be a forgiving, compassionate person and I should just be able to let go of it. I can start looking at what's really here uh, and start asking those difficult questions. What is it? that I'm holding on to that makes this so hard. And maybe what I'm holding on to is something that I'm really not ready to let go of yet. And that's okay. But if I can know what it is, then I have more freedom in my life. Maybe it's more like that situation where with this, with um, this person accusing me of these things where as soon as I could see it, I mean, it just wasn't an issue. I was not going to hold on to needing to control how other people looked at me. And I mean, it's just a source of pain that once I could see, it was like, just don't even, don't have to. And it's not once and done. In that situation, it was done. Um, And it being done in that situation makes it easier every time I come. Now when it comes up, it's like, oh yeah, yeah, ego stuff. Yep. Know this terrain. And know that there is a freedom that tastes a whole lot better 
than, than the, um, the, the story of the ego. So letting yourself know what might be waiting on the other side is a really, really, really helpful inspiration to keep looking when, when it's hard. One other thing I want to say along those lines that just fascinates me. Sometimes maybe there's something I think I should let go of. And um, part of me goes, but no. And, and, and I'm, you know, it just, it, that's the end of the story. I can't actually come up with an example because that's not very common. Uh, oh, no, I can think of some. So, so that might be the case. That it's just not the right time. Um, like, you know, there are some spiritual people who let go of their, all their worldly belongings and walk away into a spiritual life. Well, I'm a mother and I'm a head of householder. It's not right for me to let go of all my worldly belongings and walk into the world in a different way. Um, um, so there are some things that's just like, yeah, I, 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 I see where that is a path, but not mine. Other things, if I try to ignore them, it's amazing how often they come back and they nag and they just come up again and again and they nag over and over and over that part of us that nags at us about something we may not want to let go of. That's a fascinating part. And I mean, just like really think about the mystery of that, that there is this internal knowing there's something important here. And it's not going to go away for us until we deal with it. That's, that's like a powerful, powerful um, honoring of our birthright of wholeness, of healing. And that, that our, our physical being will redirect us in that direction through that nagging and that discomfort again and again and again and again. So I just want to name, if it keeps nagging, that that's like where the gold is for, for freedom. So I want to finish with um, um, two quotes after, after Wednesday's conversation last week. Um, I came home and that night I finished a book I've been reading called Maya, a novel by um, C.W. Huntington Jr. Um, really interesting book. Uh, it's about a uh, University of Chicago PhD grad student who goes to India in the 1970s to work on his dissertation. And it's really kind of this combination, academic journey and spiritual journey and, and India and, you know, the whole shebang. Um, interesting book. But after the second rich conversation about letting go, I opened up the, the book and almost the first thing that was in the book of where I was, um, he was talking to a Tibetan Lama scholar 
who quoted this this sutra. And it was a little complicated, uh, but it's worth it's worth listening, uh, finding the untangle in it. Those who do not tremble on encountering the perfection of wisdom called non-clinging. Those who are neither terrified nor overcome by dread, they will be filled with wonder. That's it. Letting go. The perfection of wisdom called non-clinging. In other words, letting go. The wisdom of it can bring up trembling in us of I don't want to let go. It can bring up terror and overcome us with dread. I mean, it's like really naming how reluctant we may feel at times to take on this work. But those who, who don't let this overcome them, they will be filled with wonder. It's kind of a beautiful statement. The second quote, this is from Ajahn Chah, basically saying the same thing in a much simpler form. If you let go a little, you will have a little peace. If you let go a lot, you will have a lot of peace. If you let go completely, you will have complete peace. So let's pause right there. invite you to bring to your mind something that has a little bit of nag about it for you around letting go. Don't come up with your big hard one. Something small that's okay. Not the one that overcomes you with dread. <laughs> but something small that is okay to bring this up. What might be the root that you're holding on to? Is there some sort of image or identity issue? Some sort of sense of wanting. Even if you don't let it go in this moment, that's a practice and that takes work and time. Allow yourself to contemplate what might be available to you on the other side. If you were to release this thing, what might be the freedom or the wonder or the peace. Thank you.